Hello, thank you for tuning in to my podcast. I'm Jane Phillips of Jane Phillips Coaching and Feel Better Naturally. I'm a transformational coach who focuses on the combination of life coaching, business and executive coaching with a twist on food and nutrition to help you make a massive difference in your life. You really can be your best self by combining support for work or meaningful activity if you're retired, life coaching and nutritional support. Following on from my Living in Lockdown number two podcast, Feel Better Naturally podcasts consists of six series, each one focusing on a key area of your life, including home, our mental and physical well-being, relationships, work, finances, and all about you. I hope you enjoy the Feel Better Naturally podcasts. And if you would like to know more, you'll find Jane Phillips Coaching and Feel Better Naturally on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. Or visit my website, Jane Phillips Coaching. Do you feel like you don't deserve your success or worry that everyone in the room knows more than you do? Do you doubt your abilities and feel like a fraud? It can make you feel terrified and vulnerable, doesn't it? I know, I've been there and I have successfully overcome imposter syndrome. That's why I've prepared this podcast to share with you so I can share my secrets of how to overcome imposter syndrome. The takeaways of today's podcast are understanding what imposter syndrome is and isn't, understanding why we get it. And also, I will share my special seven R's formula to overcome imposter syndrome. So what exactly is imposter syndrome? It's when you feel like you don't deserve your success, feeling like you're unqualified to do something, That feeling that you get when you think you lack talent, skill or creativity. And sometimes you feel like everyone else in the room knows more than you do. And you worry that people will laugh at you. And you worry that perhaps someone will point a finger at you and say, you don't know anything, do you? So the definition of imposter syndrome is actually the persistent inability to believe that one's success is deserved or has been legitimately achieved as a result of one's own efforts or skills. So who gets it? Although it's generally thought that it's mostly women who get imposter syndrome, actually both men and women get it. There are some reports that say it's as high as 90% of women get imposter syndrome and 80% of men get imposter syndrome from time to time. So do I get it? Well, yes, I do sometimes. But the key thing is, I know what to do about it. And I do think that imposter syndrome is a really harsh term. The definition of imposter is a person who pretends to be someone else in order to deceive others, especially for fraudulent gain. Are you trying to deceive people? Are you trying to achieve gain by being fraudulent? No, 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 of course you're not. You are not an imposter. 
And when I was in my 20s, the idea had never even been talked about. Imposter syndrome was an unknown term. So what else is it? What else is actually going on here? Well, it's self-doubt and a feeling of in inadequacy when you question your ability, not giving yourself credit when it's due, and the feeling that you need to be a perfectionist. And sometimes it's when you're setting goals too high and then criticising yourself for not achieving them rather than realising that the goal was unachievable in the first place. It's sometimes a fear of judgment or a fear of discovery. It can be hiding your light under a bushel and refusing to own your own success. And of course, we're very self-deprecating and we just say, oh, that was easy whenever we've achieved something that's actually very good. And sometimes it's when we're doing something that we're not actually trained to do or doing something that we have little experience in. So why do we get it? You know, we often forget our skills. We forget the importance of what we've learnt and we forget how much we've learnt. We forget our strengths and we forget our successes. So what is really going on here? There's also anxiety, fear, fear of exposure, fear of rejection. Sometimes there's a lack of self-esteem. There's a, there's a bit of self-preservation going on somewhere sometimes telling you not to, to do anything risky. There can be a fear of success, a fear of change, failure and self-sabotage. So I've developed a formula to help you overcome imposter syndrome. I call it my special seven R's formula. And they consist of seven R's are recognize, review, reach out, reframe, realism, recognize success and rapid response. So the first one, recognize and record what's going on. I would suggest that you journal it, you make a mental note, acknowledge what you're feeling and why, and question it. Imposter syndrome is questioning your ability. Questioning your ability is actually a good thing because it keeps us learning. But be specific and detailed and ask yourself questions like this. Why do you feel like that? What triggered that feeling or who triggered it? When do you get that feeling? It often happens when we have just done something successful or experienced a change. Ask yourself things like, where am I when I get that feeling? Is that feeling justified? Do I know what I'm talking about or not? Making a comment about a news story, but not knowing the background story behind it, for instance. And what are you really feeling at that moment? And question, is it fair for you to feel like that? My second strategy is to review, look back. You know, every time I read an old CV of my own, it surprises me that I'm the person that that CV is about because just like everybody, I forget what I've done. I think, did I really do that? 
Well, yes, I did, because there are no untruths in my CV. There are no exaggerations. We just tend to forget. So I'd suggest that you get out some CVs and have a read of them, and you might surprise yourself. Look back, look at the training and the skills and the knowledge that you've gained, the experience and the transferable skills that you have. List your successes and know that you've earned your spurs. List your strengths and recognize your weaknesses. My third approach would be to reach out and resource. So if you need to, retrain or gain some more experience if you need to. Find a tribe that can support you and give qualification to what you do. People who can say to you, you know what, actually you're really good at that or that was a really great job that you did there. Talk to others about it, reach out and get that support and build case studies about the successes that you achieve. My fourth suggestion would be to reframe it. Call it something else, my, my groundedness, for instance. How would you describe somebody who never questions what they do? Somebody who feels that they never need to better themselves. You might think they're quite arrogant. They might even be a criminal or a despot. They're probably quite unbending and quite inflexible. They could possibly be unethical, or they might be unapproachable. Do you want to be any of those things? I know I don't. So welcome imposter syndrome and make it your success. It is your groundedness, your check-in. But know this, know that you are enough, just as you are, right at this moment in your journey. But being enough does not mean that you have reached the end of your journey. My fifth suggestion is realism. Embrace that journey of discovery and learning. Overcome perfection with goal setting. Know that everyone is on a journey, even those right at the top of their field. They don't know everything, they're still learning. Have the confidence to admit that you are on that journey with everyone else and that you don't know everything. Have the confidence to say that you'll look into something in more detail and get back to someone if they ask you a question that you don't know. Embrace the fact that we still have so much to learn. Einstein did not stop learning. He continued to learn and discover. Recognise that you are on that same journey. My sixth tip is to recognise your success. Own it because you've earned it and you deserve it. Recognize your control and your influence over your success and don't dismiss it. Celebrate it and visualize it. And my final tip is to incorporate some rapid response techniques that you might need to learn, things that you can need, things that you can use on the spot, such as visualization techniques, NLP techniques such as resource anchoring or swishing, breathing techniques, or breaking state, which is creating a distraction, moving away from what you're doing and doing something else. As many 
as 85% of people experience imposter syndrome. So I hope that this has given you food for thought and some ideas to overcoming your imposter syndrome. Thank you for listening to my podcast today. I hope you enjoyed it. If you'd like to find out more about what I do, you can find me on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, or at my website, Jane Phillips Coaching. I look forward to speaking to you next time. Thank you.